Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Merry Christmas, by the way. I uh, hope you had a great uh, time with your family, and I hope you got every little present that your heart desired. Um, if you didn't, I don't know what to tell you. We love you. Let that be your present. Our love to you. Merry Christmas. As you can see, I'm wearing my leftover classic. Uh, this is not even an ugly sweater. This is just beautiful. Yeah. I tried to get Laura to wear hers, but she said she wasn't was going to no. do it. It was a no. It was a hard no. No, mm-hmm. but uh, Merry Christmas. I thought I'd bring a little holiday joy into your uh, into your life today. So, Laura, uh, we've been talking about the, uh, the timeline of eternity, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a message that you had in your heart and, you know, kind of sh- stirred me up. When, when you were sharing just a couple of weeks ago, I couldn't, it, it just couldn't get any more plain. How simple you brought that out about when we, when you and I focus on eternity and we focus on Jesus, all of the things of the earth just kind of fade away and we begin to see what's truly important. It's funny because, and, and I'll go back to what we were talking about with church, um, I have found that time and time again, just growing up, not just as an adult, but as a child and as a teenager, the moment I'll get into, you know, an anointed church service, um, man, it's like all of a sudden, I'm not even trying to do it. It's just things begin to to line up Mm. and come into an alignment. And and I do, I, I begin to realize like what's really important. You know, we think we know what's important, but when you get in that atmosphere and the presence of God, the presence of God changes everything. I, I wrote a little note out, um, this morning, just some things that I was, I was thinking about and words, I know words are powerful, but, uh, I think we hear so many words all the time that I, th- I feel like they've kind of lost their meaning. We've heard sermon after sermon after sermon. And, you know, a lot of times you can't even remember what was preached the week before. Sometimes I forget, True. you know, what I preached the week before. That's pretty bad. But when you have an encounter with Jesus, hmm. like, you can't just forget that. Oh, I mean, I, I, I can remember encounters that I had as a teenager as a child growing up, I don't remember anything that was said in those services, but I remember that encounter. And it's those encounters that can change you, can kind of shake you. I mean, Paul had an encounter yeah. with, you know, Jesus. And uh, and it, it completely revolutionized the rest of his life. It changed the trajectory of his life. And I just, instantly. instantly, instantly and forever. Yeah. And so I just, man, we keep talking about Jesus and focusing on Jesus, but getting your play, getting yourself in an atmosphere and in a place where you can have and experience those encounters. It's not only important, it's necessary. Yeah. Laura, you are getting really good at this. I almost yeah. feel like I'm not even needed here oh, during stop. this. I mean, no, you're, you're, you're just, you're hearing the heart of God and conveying what these key principles are. I didn't even anticipate that walking into this podcast that it's Jesus. You know, that's what we live for, for him. We have a Sunday service, you know, coming up and and wherever you're at, there's Sunday services that, that are coming up. And again, I don't like, I don't, I feel like sometimes maybe preachers can come across as, you know, you need to be in church because, again, we want people in the seats and, yeah. you know, we want to have a big crowd. 
it's not about that. I just know the importance of coming together as believers and yeah. the and the corporate anointing that is in that place. Now, not every church has got that. Yeah. So you really have to be led, you know, the Holy Spirit of where you need to get plugged in. But, you know, there's a, there's a Sunday service coming up and it'll be the first one in January, 2022. What a good way to start the year what off, huh? What a great year, man, in the presence of God and coming, uh, uh, coming together with anticipation and expectation that I'm not just going to come and and hear a couple good songs and hear some good words that are spoken and ministered, but I'm coming to encounter Jesus. Yeah, what a, what a diff- powerful attitude. What a difference attitude. that makes when you come. I mean, there's services wow. that I've come into. Like I, you know, we have Monday school every Monday night here, and I've really grown to just love Monday school because it's a time we don't live stream anything. It's just, it's very, it's a very laid back atmosphere. It's not a big crowd. Interesting. It's not a crowd. It's really a group of disciples that are coming together. Mm. Um, But I get so excited when I walk into Monday school because I just know that like I am just going to connect with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords in his presence. And I can't tell you how many Mondays that the Lord is just speaking to me and I'm just writing things down. But that happens in the presence of God. And again, you get refocused. You know, you get into alignment with the plan of God, the call of God, God's heart, really. Yeah. I don't think you could have said any better, you know, starting the new year with a love and a passion for Jesus. Yeah. Like let's, let's move from being a part of the crowd and becoming a disciple of Christ, because there really are tremendous benefits of being a disciple. You know, I said it before, you know, there was 500 that the ascension of Christ and then 380. I don't know where they went, but they didn't make the upper room. And perhaps they were on the streets of Jerusalem that day when the Holy Spirit was being poured out. So they were impacted, but there was something totally different that happened when to that 120 when they were in that upper room. I mean, they had a supernatural encounter. And they were completely changed, and then that 120 went out, and they impacted, you know, the entire known world. It's true, like, that's, that's true. Like, that's what I want to be a part of. I don't want to just be impacted. I want to be the one impactor. of those. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. impacting. Yeah, you know? I love that. And, and Jesus, that's... You and I have been seeing these last couple of weeks, and I think we've tried to walk in this over the years. We've had seasons, you know, where it's stronger than others, but our relationship and connection with Jesus is, it is everything in Christianity. Uh, I think Christian, the Christian religion, cultural Christianity, you know, they make it about, you know, external things because that's all they know how to connect with is, is external, you know, like a church service or a worship service or a you know, like a sermon or, you know, read through their scriptures, you know, regularly. But Christianity, Laura, is, it's a connection with Jesus. It's an everyday connection and fellowship with the, the, you know, the creator of the universe. Absolutely. And where we've, I think where we've missed it in Christianity oftentimes is we've made it about all the things that we're supposed to do and not about the person of Jesus, but you and I, you were just kind of alluding to, you know, the Apostle Paul and different ones that when they encountered him, um, they were willing to do anything yeah. to to follow him. And yeah. I think we miss that. We're trying to reel people in in our churches 
because we believe in what we do. We believe in, the, in, obviously, the scriptures, the plan of God, the plan of salvation, et cetera. We believe in local churches, so we do want people to connect and, and be a part of what God's doing, experience a touch from the Lord and the presence of God and the Word of God. Uh, but it's not just about, like you said, getting them connected to the church just mm-hmm. to get connected. It's yeah. about getting them connected to Him. Yeah. Uh, Jesus changes everything. Yeah, I think the things that we do should flow from our connection with 100%. And I think if you do it in total opposite, and maybe you're doing a lot of good works, those things can wear you out. Because then you you flip-flopped it. But as you encounter Jesus, everything Paul did, it was because of that encounter that he had with Jesus. You know, so, and that's why he was able to endure all the persecution and all the challenges that he came in contact with because of that encounter with Jesus. Mm. So if we're just trying to do good things and then, you know, obstacles and challenges come our way, I mean, it just may knock us out of the race completely, but it's because we never encountered Jesus. So we got to get that right. You encounter Jesus and then everything flows from that. And then and then you'll be doing a lot of great things and it'll be sustainable and you won't get worn out. There'll be a grace. There'll be a grace that is sufficient no matter the obstacle, no matter the challenge, no matter the persecution, there will be a grace that is sufficient to endure all of those things. You're speaking right to my heart, Laura. It's so powerful. Jesus changes everything yeah. again. He is the, the source of our life. He's John the reason 15. For the season. He is the reason for the season. <laughs> oh man, you couldn't have got that any better. He's the reason I'm wearing this sweater. I mean, I wore it. It's just kidding. But Jesus is the reason for the season, but he is the foundation. He is the essence of Christianity. He is the crux of Christianity. I preached uh, last this past week, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. It said, therefore, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us run with patience in the race that's set before us, laying aside every sin and weight which easily besets us. And then verse 2 says, looking unto Jesus, yeah. the author and finisher of our faith. You know, the problem, uh, the reason Christianity becomes dull and burdensome is because we put our 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 attention on doing the work of the ministry or the things of being a Christian versus the actual essence of who Christianity is, and that's Jesus. We're trying to do the things without looking at Jesus. It's but powerful. As you look into if you Jesus, lose sight of him, you're you're done. As you look into Jesus, then you're able to run your race. I, I, but if you're trying to run your race without looking at Jesus, you're going to burn out. I, then that's <laughs> funny you ended with those two words because I just said that the other day. I said, I get tired of hearing, and I've almost experienced it, so I'm not making light of it, where I've said, I, I hear people say, I'm burnt out. Yeah. But what you're burnt out on is doing the work. Yeah, and it can happen. It if, happens. It's a very real thing. lose, if you, because again, and I think it's this whole world system that plays a part, that then you get busy. Yes, busy, yes, busy. yes. And, and you can get busy in the church, and that momentum starts building and building and building, and the next thing you know, you're doing all these good things, but you've lost sight of Jesus. You're no I, longer looking into Jesus. 100%. And I said uh, a couple of years ago, I, the Lord started dealing with me about turning off the, the, the news, the news yeah. channel. You know, we live in the 24-hour news. Now it's like, God, never ending. And I started realizing I was getting distracted and pulled in all these different things, and it was just becoming a burden to me. So the Lord started dealing with me, and kind of I just felt led for myself to say, I'm turning this news off. Yeah. And... The Lord ministered me one day, Lauren, said, 
this is not your news. My news is the kingdom news. Yeah, that's good. This, the world, the, the news channels, et cetera, they, they report on what's going on in the world. You're not going to hear the news come on and say, mm-hmm. 2,000 people were saved today in Bangladesh as a mighty revival of God started. No, they're not, gonna, they're not reporting on kingdom news. They're reporting, reporting on world news the news of this world system well, if you get sucked into that then it will begin to dictate what you do or or what you 100 percent. because then you're looking into the news and then that's impacting the way you run your race yeah and but the, the again the point 100 percent, laura whatever and, you're looking at it will impact direct your course the way you're running your race so i started realizing well, like look at the problems the challenges the offense, the hurt, all those different things. It will impact the way you run your race. It will. And, Powerful. you know, whatever we're focused on is going to produce our state of mind and yeah. direction. But the Lord just started dealing with me again and saying, this is not your news. Yeah, it's good. But there's a principle in that, you know. And I think I, I said it last week. Again, we don't get burnout. out. You'll never, ever. It's impossible to get burned out on Jesus. Yeah. What burns us out is the things that we try to do for him or the things rather, like you say, the things of the world is what really occupies our time. We'll never get burned out on him because really he is the source of our life. He is the source of our joy, our peace, our love, our faith, our uh, everything. All good things come from him. So if we could just disconnect and this is what disciples do they live from the place of john 15 5 he's the vine i'm the branches uh, i connected to him i bear fruit apart from him i can do nothing he is the source of my life yeah so to just say i need to pull away from him laura i can't think of a better thing and you already said it starting this year 2022 you said 2022 was a year or we both said i don't know who said one of us said the holy spirit said 2022 will be a year where dreams will come to pass fulfilled i I believe that the the dreams that god has put into our heart i'm going to prophesy over you now the dreams that God has put into our heart, this is the season and the time where those things are coming to pass. We've held fast to his word. We believed God. We've prayed. We've stayed connected to the vine. Now it's time for God to show off in this season. But with all that said, we still, it's not about the things and it's not about the the things that we're producing. It's about who is producing them through us. Jesus changes everything. Let's start 2022, Laura, out on the right foot. Let's leave, like the scripture says, forgetting those things that are behind, pressing forward to those things which lie ahead. Let's leave 2021, 2020, 2019, and all the past yeah. behind us. Let's start on a fresh note. Yeah. You can connect with the Jesus every day through his word, through his local bodies uh, of believers, local churches. You can connect with him via the Holy Spirit, through his word. Make Jesus your number one priority. Forget yeah. about that promotion. Forget about you building what you want to build. Forget about your personal dreams and ambitions. Just focus on him and his plan. He's way smarter than you. He's way bigger than you and better than you. And he wants to produce a powerful work through you. But you can't do that just nickel and dime in him. You've got to give him all of you and let him 
flow all of him through all of you. That's how Christianity is designed to work. But Laura, we put God in a little Sunday only box and we'll check the box. Oh, I read five minute devotional today. No, Christianity is an all in lifestyle in which Jesus is the supreme head of. Yeah. And when we give him all of us, Laura, he, he, all of him flows through us. And that's the exchange that we're making. We're looking for tremendous breakthrough this year in 2020, 2022. Amen. Well, I hope you like my sweater and I hope you enjoyed this episode. In all reality, can we just agree? I just want to, let's pray over them and believe God that God's going to give you a direction and a vision to just be consumed with him in 2022. Don't start 2022 trying to do your own thing. Forget your, uh, what do they call that? New Year's resolution. Make Jesus your resolution. Time is short. You've got a work to do. He's got a work to do. He's got a plan. Just make him your resolution. He'll take care of your health. He'll take care of your finances. Just draw near to him in 2022 and let him direct and guide everything you do. Father, we just speak over this listening audience, every individual, and I ask you just to speak to them by the Holy Spirit right now. Give them that one, that one thing vision of just pursuing you, letting everything they do be as a result of just the overflow of who, who you are and who you want to be through uh, and as you live in, in us. Father, I just pray you reveal yourself in a powerful way to every individual listening and watching this, that 2022 would be our most phenomenal year yet as far as your blessings being poured out in and through us. Lord, your productivity, your plans being fulfilled and all of the dreams that you put in our heart coming to pass. Father, I just pray that you'd stir and cover each and every listener as we prepare to enter into, I believe this will be our greatest year yet. So just give us your plan and help us to walk in it. And we ask these things in Jesus' mighty name. Man, well, we love you. And hey, when we when we see you next, we'll be in a brand new year, 2022. We love you. We'll see you soon. God bless.